I really want to thank Miro, one of the most useful tools. They sponsor this podcast. They are my go-to resource when it comes to working remotely and collaborating. They're also great for an office, but let me paint a picture for you. Everyone here is working from home in some capacity. Either we have peers that work from home, maybe we're part in the office, part out. Collaboration can be chaotic. Miro is the ultimate digital whiteboard and visual collaboration platform. You could be a remote team, you could be a creative agency, you could be a solopreneur. Miro allows you to brainstorm, plan, and execute seamlessly. Picture this, you're in a virtual meeting mapping out a huge project with Miro. You can drag and drop sticky notes, sketch wireframes, organize ideas all in real time. You collaborate with your team no matter where they are. This is a game changer. If you are ready to transform your workflow, you have to try Miro today. To show you how powerful it is, I created my own Miro board that you can check out at Miro.com slash success pod. It has a ton of resources for entrepreneurs, but it will also show you all the functionality of Miro. So go to Miro.com or go to Miro.com slash success pod for a ton of resources. Try Miro today. It's going to radically change how you collaborate with your team. Welcome to the lessons episodes of Success Story. These lessons episodes will be shorter clips from past guests, accomplished value community members, and myself. In each short episode, we'll feature concise and insightful, actionable conversations and tactics, providing you with real-world strategies and tips to help you achieve your personal and professional goals. If you're seeking a no-nonsense approach to growth and progress, you've come to the right spot. Settle in, take notes, and enjoy. And probably the strongest, most important one is building a community. You know, so making sure that you're focused on building a community and showing love to the people that consistently support you. Um, and it might start off with one, one person. It might start off with one person that you consistently see support you on your post. Um, it grows to two, three, four. All of a sudden, you've got 50, 60, and they're constantly supporting you. That's your community. That's your tribe. And you've got to show as much love to them as possible. And that means support their work, um, engage with them, actually get to know them, um, know what they do. Um, and so I, for me, that was a very slow and gradual process. Um, but I must say, um, and I'm sure, you know, for Gary V, it worked the same way. And for me, like I said, it's on a very, very minor scale compared to Gary V, of course. But at some point, you hit a tipping point. And from that point, things start to increase exponentially. Um, I guess it's like anything in life. I guess it's like compounding when we're talking dollars mm -hmm. and property and money. Um, it starts off slow in terms of your following um, being built up in a community that you build and the and traction and engagement that you're receiving. And then it reaches a point where you just start to increase exponentially because all of these people that are supporting you are now giving you access to their network and a lot more eyes are on your posts and, and on your profile. And so for me, the journey hasn't been building a brand or trying to build a brand or trying to be this content creator, but it definitely led me on that path. And I realized that it was something that I was, I was really good at. Um, you know, now I'm, I, I take pride in putting out, you know, good quality, edutaining content, educational, entertaining, and if it inspires people, um, which I receive feedback that it does, it just, it warms my heart. It's brilliant. Um, and so if I can spread my message and share my story in the same way I'm doing with you now through my content, and that yeah. helps people, then brilliant. I love that. Now, this is like a, this is like a, a LinkedIn masterclass and it's, uh, it's motivational for people, I would hope, 
that haven't really gotten into building out uh, their own brand. I think there's a lot of inhibition. I don't think that a lot of people, unfortunately, approach life the way that you have in the sense that you're saying, I want to challenge my flaws. I want to challenge the things that I'm not good at. It's a very difficult mindset to use and, and it's a difficult lens to look at life through. So how do you make it a little less scary when you're first starting so that it's not this huge, enormous, oh, 300,000 people, holy shit. How do I ever even communicate with 300,000, let alone, let, let alone 10,000, let alone 100, right? And it seems like, it seems like it's like monumental task. It's like, oh, I, you know, posting five times a day or posting three times a day, or I don't know how to write copy. I don't know how to do graphic design. God forbid I have to make a movie or a film. So where do you start? What would you recommend? Um, okay. So I'll, I've spoken to a number of people and, and where they procrastinate the most or, or the thing that prevents them from starting is actually um, either a lack of confidence, um, as in a, a fear of being judged or a fear of putting yourself out there. What do I even talk about? Or they have a lack of content ideas and topics. And, and again, they don't know what to kind of touch on. Should I keep it simple? Should I keep it complex? They don't know how to edit content um, or what that even looks like. There's a number of reasons that people don't start, but majority of reasons, surprisingly, is actually just a lack of confidence in relation to putting out content and what that would mean in terms of being judged and, and putting yourself out there, which I completely understand and relate to. My message is this. Um, nobody actually cares what you look like. Nobody cares what you sound like, but what they do care about is your message, right? So if you have a message that you know can actually help someone, and it could be anything. It could be a message related to your niche, could be a message related to confidence like I speak about, whatever it is. If it's a message that you know can help someone, you've actually got the obligation to share it. Um, and it was actually Tony Robbins that said, when you're, when you're looking through the lens and being self-conscious and worrying about the way people are going to perceive you, it's actually a kind of selfish thing to do. <laughs> you know? And if, if that's preventing you from spreading a message that you know can help people, then that's why you've got the obligation to share it. So mm -hmm. my message is to actually share your message and focus on your message as opposed to focusing on yourself and what that might look like by putting yourself out there. And the best way to do that is if it's, if it's LinkedIn, for example, and you're looking to create content, um, speak to people in the same way that you speak to your clients. If you're having a one-on-one -on -one face to face coffee with one of your clients and you're just talking about you, your journey and the services and offering that you have, content creation is no different. Talk to people as if you're talking to that person, just one-on-one -on -one, as if there's someone sitting in front of you having a coffee, and you're just talking to them organically. Um, and that's the way you actually connect. Now, in addition to that, if you want to actually um, put something out with some substance, make sure you understand your audience. Who is your audience? You know, are you actually selling a local product or are you selling a global product? If you're selling a global product, you know, building a global brand and audience might be nice for some dopamine hits, but it's not going to do anything for your business. You know, so you've got to think about where your brand is and, and what your brand looks like in the future. My brand right now is global um, and I want to um, target my audience globally. I've got a global offering in a number of capacities. Um, so that's, that's now important to me. So once you understand your audience, you'll then be able to hopefully understand their pain points, understand what problems you're trying to solve for them, understand what questions they're actually asking, and then you can put out targeted content that actually answers those questions as opposed to taking a blind shot in the dark and coming up with a content idea and going, yeah, I hope that hits the mark. Um, you can actually do a lot more research. We know we've got the, 
we've got the luxury of Google right now where we can literally type in anything and find out what people, your audience, your target audience are actually asking. And so there's, there's a number of ways to, um, to approach this, but to answer your question at the very beginning, if you're procrastinating because of a fear of being judged or a lack of confidence or whatnot, just focus on your message and keep that very simple. And I would also ask that you go through the process of articulating your values, your personal values. So for example, um, I went through the process of articulating my values with my business coach and I came up with my top five core values that literally govern everything that I do. So they, they govern you know, the relationships that I build and foster, um, the business relationships I choose to get into, um, you know, the, the friendships that I make, literally everything that I do revolve around these five core values. And for me, it's, it's kindness, optimism, growth, integrity, respect. Um, and I can rattle that off so easy because I, I know that, you know, that's, that's at my core right now. Um, and once you understand your core values, all of your content will revolve around that. Every single piece of content you put out should touch on one of those values. You don't have to mention those values, but people should feel that from you, from your content. Um, and so that's an important exercise. Once you understand your values, then articulate your story, your brand story. So I went through my story earlier because that's, that's me. That's how I got to the point where I am now. And I like to say confidence is simply having the courage to speak your truth. You know, when you can speak to your story truthfully, um, as difficult as it might be, and there are people out there with far more painful stories than I have, um, once you can speak the truth of that story and you've got the courage to do that, man, I mean, <laughs> it completely changes the game. And that's, that's how you get people to know you, like you, and trust you. That, uh, it just rings true with me. I, I appreciate you saying that. The, the, the ability to sort of like free yourself by owning your story. That, that, that line there gives me chills. I like it a lot. I, I really do like it a lot and I appreciate it because I think that's when, when you can get over that hump and you can just be 100% who you are, it's the yeah. most free. It is, it is quite honestly the most free. And then you take that and then you're saying you're transposing that into the content and, and that's, that's what people pick up on. For sure, that's what yeah. people pick up yeah, on. 100%. Um, and yeah. look, it's, it's not an easy process. It took me a long time to start speaking my truth and, and being able to share my story without a fear of, of being judged by it or, or people you know, having a wrong perception of me. And now I'm at the stage where I'm like, I, I don't care because it's my story. <laughs> you know, This is me. This is the reason that I am the way I am right now and what led me to it. And if I can tell that story and, and even one person feels something similar or is inspired by that, um, then brilliant. That's where I'm at. So that process is not easy. And that's why I say confidence has the, you know, confidence is simply the courage to speak your truth because it does require courage to, to just own that um, as painful as it might be. And I also think as you, as you own that, you put it out there, you're doubling down on your own confidence. You have to be confident because you will be tested. Like when you put yourself out into the world, like it's not, it's naive to think that you won't be tested because you get a lot of, you get a lot of positive, you get a lot of reinforcement, but there's also a lot of negative putting yourself out there. And that's something that I think makes you stronger and almost reinforces who you are when you can, when you can, even with the negativity that go, comes with putting yourself out there, trust me, the, the Gary V's, Tony Robbins, uh, Richard Branson's, uh, they, have, they, they have their share of, of trolls and haters online. Um, I think most recently Bill Gates is getting the most hate I've ever seen him get in, I think, his yeah. entire career. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what level you are. It doesn't matter who you are. There are people yeah. out there, regardless of what you do, that are just going to hate you for being you. 
yeah. which is a, it's a tough thing to, and, but at the same time, you have to understand that for, for you to, for you to be honest, if you're doing things ethically, if you are doing things righteously and people are still hating you for being you, you know what, at the very end of the day, there's nothing you can do about it. And you really have to be proud that they're taking time out of your day to even, even notice who you are, because that's, that's a success. That's a win on your part. And it's yeah. just sad on their part that they don't have anything better to do. But it, it, if somebody is so angry with you being you, well, listen, you're doing social media properly because that's the whole goal. You got to get <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah, that's very true. And look, that's an issue with them. That's not an issue with you. 100%. And if, if they are that angry and spiteful of you just being you and all you've been doing is speaking your truth, then that's a brilliant way to filter out who is in and who is out of your tribe. So uh, I've, I've, yeah. got, I've got no issue with that. I want to take a second and thank Indeed. They're a huge sponsor of the Success Story podcast. And as business leaders, we're all driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. It's to match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. You need to ditch the busy work. You need to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster, all the tools you need are in one spot. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent, fast and listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash clary just go to indeed.com slash clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash clary terms and conditions apply if you need to hire you need indeed this episode is brought to you by netsuite now as a business owner i always remember when my company hits a growth spurt it's great but then you realize that things start to break things are taking three times as long. Manual processes start to bury your team in paperwork and admin, and you really don't have one reliable source of data or truth to understand how healthy your business is. If this sounds familiar, you have to know three numbers. 37,000, that's how many businesses have upgraded to NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year, that's 25 years streamlining accounting, inventory, HR, and more for growing companies. And one, because your business truly is one of a kind, NetSuite gives you customized solutions so you can manage everything about your business in one place, from inventory to invoicing, one powerfully efficient system. I love having all of my data in one spot. NetSuite allows me to do that. It gives me the big picture so I can make smarter decisions. And they turn complex financials into understandable actionable insights. Right now, you can get NetSuite's popular KPI checklist for free to help improve your business. It's designed to help you boost performance across key areas of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash scottclary to download the checklist and see how one complete system can transform your growth. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. Get more control in your business 
with NetSuite. Just a quick question. Have you ever had one of those oh no moments when you realize that you accidentally deleted a huge file or worse, your whole computer dies? I know I have. It's happened to me a lot, but don't sweat it. The sponsor of today's episode, Backblaze, they have your back. It is unlimited backups for all your Macs, your PCs, or even your whole company. And it's really affordable under a hundred bucks a year. If you're running a business, they take the stress out of protecting everyone's data. If you need more bells and whistles for compliance, so on and so forth, they have enterprise options too. Honestly, losing data sucks, but Backblaze makes getting it back easy. They have restored billions of files. They offer tons of restore options, including rapid recovery in an event of data loss or ransomware. And you can access your backed up data from everywhere and anywhere in the world using their web app, iOS, or Android apps. It's been recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and tons more. And best, you can try it fully featured with no risk at backblaze.com slash story. They set up that link for all Success Story podcast listeners. That is a no-risk free trial at backblaze.com slash story. Seriously, back up your stuff. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all success story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 